everybody, and welcome to Hank Radio, coming to Isles, Michigan, from the unknown location. <laughs> well, folks, today we got a lot of good songs for you, and um, got my uh, co co star for today, Charles Nelson. Hello. And uh, we're going to start you off with a song real quick, and that is Sugarfoot Stomp with King Oliver and his Savannah Syncopators. Hope you enjoy. That was Sugarfoot Stomp with King Oliver and his Savannah Syncopators. That was a great song, wasn't it, uh, Chuck? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Uh, King Oliver, of course, uh, pioneers. By um, Louis Arm. 
I've been for Joe Oliver, Jazz. Yes, yeah. Speaking of Louis Armstrong, next time we're going to have to get some music on here because he's in the public domain. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, what's, the, what's the deal with Hank Radio? All these songs are in the public domain. Yeah, it's so we don't have to pay the, uh, the, uh, the big, uh, who was it, the man. We don't have to pay the man any money. That's, that's... Just, a, just a straight shooter, telling it like it is. Uh, before we get into the next song, um, woke up very early. Yes, very like I normally do. You know, very um, bright and early. Bright and early, yeah, very very productive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, just I helped you with some uh, with some jobs. That's right. Yeah. Yes, we do work and jobs. And listen to music. Listen to some music, well, folks. Next. Up, we got doing the new lowdown. Uh, I can't. Oh, hold on. That mean? Yeah. I I don't know. What What does it mean to you? Explain it to me like I'm a little kid. What's it doing? Um. So <laughs> when
Well, folks, that was doing the new lowdown with Willie Lou and his orchestra. That was pretty good, I think. Yeah. Uh, another band leader, clarinetist uh, from. Later on in his life, like, you know, a lot of those bartender uh, before he heartening stories here. <laughs> yes. Well, folks, next up we got uh, Ted Lewis and, uh, <laughs> and his band with Memphis Blues. Hope Wait, you enjoy. Whoa. Uh, yeah, we... I've been to Memphis real quick. Yes. What was your favorite? Uh, I think my favorite part. I had two favorite parts: going to the ball game and then going. Actually, also stacks records. Play those right now, though. <laughs> well, here we go. Memphis Blues with Ted Lewis.
folks, that was the Memphis Blues with Ted Lewis and his band. That was pretty swell. What do you say? Well, of course, Ted Lewis, known as Mr. My favorite, Ted is Everybody Happy Lewis. I think the most, the most unfortunate thing about Ted Lewis is he happened to be born in Ohio, but fortunately he was smart enough to get the hell out of there um, as possible. Um, and for our San Francisco uh, listener, happy to know. Uh, you might find this interesting. Ted Lewis and his orchestra were one of the featured entertainers at the 1939 Golden Gate Exposition. Uh, they uh, they may have they may have performed uh, with Paul Pavano on the Colgate Comedy Hour. Uh, played clarinet. Ted Ted Lewis did play clarinet. Um, and of course, his most memorable song that people may not know that he did. Well, I mean, uh, got a. It's nice to have a bit of a know-it-all with you. <laughs> really interesting thing about having a Yeah, I <laughs> Well, folks, next up we got Sidewalks, Sidewalk Blues with Jelly Roll Morton and his Red Hot Peppers. Wait, hold on a second. One more time because that is everything what you just said is true. Next up, we got Sidewalk Blues with Jelly Roll Morton and his Red Hot Peppers. Right. Okay, folks. Hey, get out out of the way. What are you trying to do? Knock the feet off the track. You're so dumb. You should be the president of the Deaf and Dumb Society. I'm sorry, boss, but I got the sidewalk blues.
folks, that was Sidewalk Blues with Jelly Roll Martin and his Red Hot Peppers. Wasn't that swell? I, I love the uh, the sound effects, like the horn sound. I think that's just... Uh... The interesting thing about Jelly Roll Morton, um, there's several actually. So, um, the so Jelly Roll Morton claimed to have invented the jazz genre, right? Just uh, Jelly Morton was great. All you had to do was ask him, and he'd tell you. Um, but uh, every every so, like so the Jelly Roll Blues was you know. Um, what I found uh, most interesting was um, our family. We're, we're Van Morrison fans. We love Van Moondance, uh, Wild Night, all that stuff. But in the chorus of And It Stoned Me uh, by Van Morrison, he says, And it stoned me to my soul, stoned me just like Jelly Roll, and it stoned me. And that's a reference to him listening to um, Jelly Roll when he was uh, when he was a kid. So that was that was a little interesting tidbit. Van Morrison's that old? <laughs> no. Uh, well, yeah, that was a great song. The sound effects are great. Thank you. Uh, and uh, up next, we got Board Rock, uh, Boardwalk Blues with country, the <laughs> Country Club Orchestra, Turk Robison.
was Boardwalk Blues with the Country Club Orchestra and Turk Robinson. Uh, what do you got about that, Chuck? I'm actually my papers and I can't find anything about that song or that band. However, one found one thing I found that was very interesting is did you know that Boardwalks well, um, themselves are about Folks, years old. here's a Whitmore Bob here's a at the jazz band ball with Bix Dale and the, his gang. Hey. That was at the jazz band ball with Bix Spiderdeck and his gang. Uh, before uh, Chuck chimes in, I've gotten word that um, we need to. Uh, well, I would like to uh, say uh, give a shout out about Retro Strange TV, who is letting us do all this. Thank you to uh, 
Retro Strains. Go watch some uh, old public domain movies. I know I sure would. Right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, what is the facts about uh, this guy? Uh, so he's from, uh, D from Davenport, Iowa. Actually taught himself to play the um, cornet by ear. So um, he adapted some non-standard fingering techniques, which I'm sure we're all very jealous of. Um, but let me tell you about how he died. So, um, from, uh, from Iowa, from Davenport, Iowa, but died in his apartment um, in New York in 1931. The week had been stiflingly hot, which was made sleep difficult, and so he was suffering from insomnia, and he would play his piano um, late into the night, much to the annoyance and delight of his neighbors. So anyway, here is uh, who he was renting from. Here is the story of how old Bix kicked the bucket. Um, so a, a neighbor ran in and said, he's hysterical, and brought this guy into the room. So he pulled me in and pointed to the bed. Bix's whole body was trembling violently. He was screaming there were two Mexicans hiding under his bed with long daggers. To humor him, I looked under the bed. And when I rose to assure him there was no one hiding there, he staggered and fell, a dead weight in my arms. I ran across the hall and called in a woman doctor, Dr. Habersky, to examine him. She pronounced him dead. So, there you go. That's how he died. Wow. That's, a, that's an interesting one. I don't think I've heard one like that before. So much jazz death on the Hank radio. So much jazz death. I mean, they're all from the 20s. That's what you got to expect when you, uh, when you do this, when this is your job. Well, anyway, uh, let's see. On a higher note, the next n song, the name I very much enjoy, it's Bee's Knees with uh, Oracle Terrence and his orchestra. You think that's how he died? No, that's not how he died. He did not die by a bee's knees. Well, folks, enjoy.
folks, that was The Bee's Knees, uh, Oracle Terrence and his orchestra. Uh, Ted Lewis apparently uh, composed that one. So uh, you got any other facts for us? Yeah, of course, like you just said, originally. Um, it was uh, first published by Leo Feist, Inc. Uh, Leo Feist, the interesting thing about him is he had a stranglehold on the music business uh, in the early part of the 20th century. In fact, he was named um, during the 1920 Sherman antitrust suit bought by the US, U.S. Justice Department, um, where he controlled 80% of the music publishing business. Um, and so then, of course, he had to break that up, um, and he eventually died. Okay, no more uh, horrific deaths tonight. Um, next up, we got we got a song for uh, one, our listener in San Francisco, uh, one of his favorites. Uh, it's My Blue Heaven. This version is by Gene Austin. Okay.
Folks, that was My Blue Heaven, our last song with Gene Austin and George Whiting. And uh, another one, which I can't see the name of, but uh, do you have any facts about uh, this specific song? Written by Walter Donaldson with the lyrics by George Whiting. Um, originally used in the Follies of 1927 uh, on Broadway before it was recorded in 1928 by Gene Austin. Um, five million copies after Gene Austin recorded it totally blew up. Uh, that one of the most interesting things about Austin is he could not read or write music, uh, but he was able to still um, compose over 100 songs, and those songs covered by Duke Ellington, um, The Ink Spots, uh, Judy Garland, Frank Sinatra, um, you know, and everybody under the sun from about 1925 to 1955. Um, also, something that you may find really interesting, Hank, is Colonel Tom Parker, uh, who later became Elvis Presley's manager, uh, worked his way into the music business by promoting Gene Austin in 1938. So Elvis's uh, future manager, uh, Colonel Tom Parker, uh, with the, the Gene Austin connection there. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's a, a, a really excellent way, I think, uh, to uh, end the show. I'm not going to tell you how Gene Austin died this Thank time. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, also, I've been told... I was, uh, I've been, uh, I've been meaning to say, uh, we got a Retro Strange Movie Night. Uh, when is that? Monday for Sandy's Super Soft Birthday Party. Tune in, folks. Well, now, uh, that is, this has been a Hank Radio Show, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> on, uh, Retro Strange. Thank you. And remember, don't play jazz, or else you'll die. <laughs>